you guys ate fish and chips all day, you'd be <laughs> freaking fat. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hirons, and today the podcast is brought to you by Blue Dead Design and Design Cuts. Design Cuts is a place where you can get all of your graphic design resources, from mock-ups to templates to font packs to textures, pretty much everything you can think of digitally uh, that will enhance your work, you can get it at Design Cuts. And you can help out the podcast by purchasing these products through my affiliate link, the Blue Deer Creative Waffle affiliate link, uh, which is down in the description of this podcast or in the show notes or whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, so go and check that out and uh, you can help the podcast, help support an episode, help support me as a designer and that would be much appreciated. And also if you leave a review on iTunes, a little text review, you'll get a Creative Waffle pin badge like that one. Uh, and that will be posted straight out to you. Just let me know that you've posted the review and um, yeah, I will try and find you and get out to you. Also, the last quick mention before we get into the show is about Creative Waffle Live 2019. The tickets are now live. Tickets are now available to purchase. You can find them in the description of this podcast again. Let's get into the podcast. So today's podcast is with my good friend, Fuchs Tracer. It's a bit of a cash-up one, a bit of a fun one. Uh, we didn't really talk too much serious stuff. We'd like to look back at 2018 and look forward to 2019. So I hope you enjoy this bit more of a casual podcast. Let me know what you think down below in the comments. And uh, let's get into it. So, oh, did, we, did we officially get started? I'm sorry, dude. We can oh, yeah, do. We, I mean, I've, I've been recording the last five minutes, but I can cut it out. I can leave it in, whatever you want. Up to you, dude. Up to you. You're you're the you're the podcast master. I'm always, always I'm always proud of you, man. Every time I see you pumping stuff out, I'm like, man, I don't know anyone who who does it like Mark. You know. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, that's staying. In. <laughs> that is staying in. <laughs> I really, no, I appreciate that. That, that means a lot. Um, yeah. yeah yeah you got some and you got like you got scotty russell on there yeah scotty, he was awesome yeah scotty russell's a good guy man like um and you got pander too i saw this morning that you got pander on there so mm. shoot man yeah we've got uh stefan sagmeister on 100 new year's day and um, we've got um the debbie millman coming as well uh right on, right hopefully lance wyman i've got he said yes to a podcast but we're not recorded it yet um, oh, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Those guys. Yeah. Just like, uh, those designers, man, like me, we're, we're a little flaky sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to start off this, this by saying, I'm sorry for pronouncing your name wrong at the start of the year. Last time we did oh, it. Oh, no, see, Thug straighter. <laughs> it really wasn't a big deal. I just wanted to, uh, bust your balls a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, it wasn't a big deal. Like, it looks like fugs you know the the first time someone reads it they're gonna be like fugs you know i just i just like to to throw no it's it's foos you know i just i just like to do that but it's not, not a big deal bro you know well it's how this i think it sounds cooler as well fugs fugs straighter yeah maybe i should do like a f see i want to do like a f-o-o-g you know but i can't yeah. do that because my that's not how my name is spelled so yeah i guess so I you, or maybe you put it like um what's it called phonetic like underneath yeah, a little uh, accent line or something like that. Yeah. Is yeah. that what it's called? Hyphen, hyphen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Um, hey, really quick. You know, you know who who I became friends with j- because of your podcast was uh, uh, Lisa Jacobs. Lisa nice. Jacobs. Yeah. Yes. We so recorded like, an episode of her the other day. Yeah, she's awesome. She's she's really cool. 
Yeah, dude. She um she's freaking funny, dude. Like uh anyway, this is not about her. This is about me. So she's got a lot going on at the moment. She's um in and out of agency. She's she's in an agency at the moment. She's um planning for her own stuff, relaunch of her Instagram. She's got some yeah, right. yeah, yeah. She's a uh, um and then she's like from the Netherlands too. That's like I don't have a friend from there. So she's my only friend from the Netherlands now. That's awesome. So, thanks to you. Thanks to Mark Hirons. Well, you said it right. You said my name right. Oh! So many people that say it wrong. So I'm glad you, I, I'm sorry if you, like, I got your name wrong, but you get my name right. That's amazing. Um, oh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a lucky guess. Anyway. See, everyone says Hirons. Or like, yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I heard you say it before. That's why. So nah. that's probably, you know, and it just kind of like, is in my head now so yeah sticks nice <laughs> <laughs> so um what what about 2018 how was it for you overall oh man 2018 was a very uh it was a year of growth yeah like year of growth you know like a lot of great things happened um you know like a lot of big things a lot of i just like i think my mentality changed a bit where I want different things now, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So I basically, what did I, what did I do in 2018? Like I still did what I did, you know, I did all the client work and everything. And then I think maybe 75% the way through, I was like, I'm going to go on shutdown mode because I'm getting a little burnt out. And then, um, isn't that, a, isn't that a common thing that people are talking about lately is the burnout. Yeah. 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 Right? I, I hear that like, uh, pretty much in every pod like creative podcast I listen to, like people talk about that burnout. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a real thing. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay too long on that, but like, yeah, I kind of just went on shutdown mode, restructured a bit, figured out what I want to do. Like this podcast show that eventually will come out. Um, I want to speak in more conferences, less emphasis on client work. I know we talked about this before, right? Like, uh, yeah. um, and I remember, I remember you saying like, isn't this what it's about? Like doing the client work? Isn't that what the, the design stuff is about? And yeah, I think it is a huge part. Uh, it builds your reputation and everything and um, you build relationships and all that. But uh, I want to, I want to get in more to the, the B2C realm, business to customer realm. Um, Cause I, uh, I've been exercising the B2B for a long time. So that's what this year was all about was like, was uh, kind of a shift. Shift nice. mentality and uh which is funny is because i went on shutdown mode but this year was probably heavier than it was last year you know like I, there was a lot more going on this year i've got so much more done this time around um but i still went on shutdown mode for a restructure so that's what uh that's what that's what's going on i don't know if that was the answer you were expecting yeah Hirons. <laughs> with the uh, with the burnout stuff, do you, do you think that's because people, because a lot of people, like you say, have it? Uh, do you think that's just because people are doing the same thing over and over again? Because if they're doing different things, would they still get that burnout? Um, I think so. I think it's uh, um, you know, I talked to what's his name, Tom Ross, about it. Yeah, Tom Ross, who was also on your show, right? Uh, yeah. Twice. CEO of twice. Yeah. CEO of Design Cuts. Uh, Pretty good link in the description. Link in the description. Hey, uh, hey, uh, 
What? <laughs> uh, what did he, now? Now I forgot what he told me. Oh, the the hustle culture. He was talking about like he has this really cool theme to him where he's like, "Fuck the hustle culture" in a way, uh, <laughs> where it's all about these like fake entrepreneurs telling you to like, "Oh, you got to hustle, work twenty hour days or something like that," um, mm. which is true to an extent, but like. Um, he was, you know, like, I kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of like what he says about that, where it's like, it's not all about like killing yourself all the time, you know, um, like, like a 13 hour day is already more than an eight hour day. So. Yeah. He's got some good points on it. Yeah, no, no, he's got some good yeah. points on it. He's, 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 um, he's a wise soul that uh, Tom Ross is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's going deep as well. Like, his engagement is really good because he knows all of his followers. Whereas you see right. so many people with millions of followers and they get what, like hundreds of hundreds of likes rather than they should be getting millions of likes because they've got that many followers. If they really knew everyone that followed yeah. them, know everyone that follows you and have a good engagement with them. I guess if you get to a million, it's quite hard to follow. Like, can't yeah, to know he, everyone, but you know, his, um, he had a post that said like, fuck followers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I'll bring it up right now. Or no, you guys, I guess people could just look at, look, look at his Instagram account. He has one up. post. Yeah. Fuck followers. Yeah. He's got some good stuff. He's, <laughs> um, yeah. He's an awesome guy. Uh, let's have a look. He's got some, he's got some, some pretty good stuff about, cause he's done it himself. He's, he's built up design cuts as a business himself. And that's, yeah. he, he's learned all of this stuff, like the burnout stuff. It was really bad for him. He's in, put in hospital because of it. And, um, I, oh yeah. I saw that, uh, I saw a post with him when he had like a little thermometer coming out of his mouth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like a, monster, something. Yeah. 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 Dude. I love Tom, man. Yeah. I just went live. I just went live with him like two weeks ago. I saw that. I saw the end of it. I caught the end of it. And I watched the replay. Oh. So yeah. Oh man. I don't, yeah. I was that again. That one was early in the morning. Uh, yeah. Probably earlier than this one. I think, I think it was like at eight in the morning. Woo. At least that's for you. And yeah, it's just, I mean, t I should be up at that time. It's just, uh, well, if you're working late, I mean, you need the rest, don't you? People, people yeah. have different rest times and different working times. Like currently, I'm, I'm going to bed at seven o'clock in the morning because I'm doing night shifts. Um, oh, that's right. You know what? Now that I really, whenever I message you on Instagram, like you're up, you're up no matter what time of day it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I wonder what time it is in, uh, um, in the UK. Oh, it doesn't matter because Mark is going to be up anyway. Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah, it's um, those night shifts. Yeah, I'll be on the break. I message people on my break time, just uh, chatting to all these American people. I, like, I love it. It's great because you get to chat to the UK people when sort of the afternoon, and then you work in night shifts. You go on the break, and then you can talk to some other people. Some people yeah, you right. talk to instant replies. It's great. Um, it's so cool, man. Yeah, you, now you have this network where you like you could just talk to these these designers, which is awesome, man. I think that's one of the main things I've taken from this year is just I've met so many amazing people and, and right. just online, offline, um, obviously going to Creative South helped, uh, going, right. to, going to the Birmingham Design Festival in the UK, that really helped. But meeting people that I've spoken to and interviewed online and solidifying that uh, relationship offline, it's, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's really good. We need an offline relationship. Mark. We're doing it next year. We are. Yeah. Crop. We're at crop 2019 it's a big year it's gonna be a big year yeah if you guys want to check that out it's gonna be in um baton rouge louisiana i have a i have a workshop you know oh yeah i'm going we're gonna talk about all kinds of all kinds of stuff 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, sort, what sort of stuff? What sort of stuff are we talking about at the workshop? What's happening? Well, I talked to Matt, um, who runs it, and it's going to be more so. Um, it's funny because you know Matt's been doing these conferences for a long time. He said, like, it's probably not the best idea to go super technical. You know what I mean? Um, with those, with your like one hour talk, one hour session or something like that. So, what's the best way to give them value within an hour? So, it's briefly I'm going over the process. I mean, I, I share my process uh, with people on my Instagram account. Oh, I've been hitting my microphone with my hat. I don't know if you've you've realized, but uh, uh, I share my process freely. Uh, but I think this one is going to be about like. You know, I think what a lot of people want to do is they want to build their Instagram accounts with their style in illustration or their style of design or with their abilities. So um, I kind of have this formula on how to do that. So um, nice. That's what, and without, you know, without having to hustle like crazy, you know, like I post, sometimes I take like a month off, you know what I mean? And mm. then like I'll post after a month is, is gone. But like I, I try to aim for like a weekly thing. Anyway, we won't talk, we won't get too deep into that. I just wanted to say we have a really cool workshop that centers around that in uh, next year. So yeah. Awesome. See you all there. Yeah. Get the secrets from the, from the live, live at crop 2019, yeah. 500 million pounds a ticket. Um, 500 million pounds. Is that true? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad ticket price. It's just like, what is it? Like 120 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the like, I th- I feel like conferences should be priced around there. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of big ones like um well I guess Adobe Max, you know, I guess we have reason to charge like an arm and a leg for that one, but like there's some other ones that are like, oh, this is like eight hundred bucks, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. you know, like like twelve hundred dollars or something for and you know, you get the same kind of lineup in something like crop, and because it's smaller, you get to like talk to them after. You know what I mean? And like, you get to shake their hand, smell their neck. If you want to smell their neck. Smell their necks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do that if you want to. Uh, but anyway, hey, uh, I'm going off crazy tangents. But about the burnout thing. Yeah. Um, I also think, man, that whoever started talking about burnout, like it just resonates with so many other designers that now all the other designers want to talk about burnout you know so that's what i don't want to do with you today i don't want to talk about burnout i think you guys hear about that a lot yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and uh it's there it's just like every other occupation you get tired yeah you know yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah. Think, yeah it's especially with with uh freelancers it's it's easy to get burned burnt out because you don't have like a a set schedule every day you know so yeah, and you have to do everything. You have to do all the admin and all the all the paperwork stuff and the boring stuff as well. And, uh, and look, look at you, Mark. Like you, look how much stuff you do. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I hardly ever see you complain about burnout. Hardly ever. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, know? I mean, I mean, I, I, maybe maybe I'm getting there towards this this at the end of the night shifts and <laughs> Christmas time, um, but. Yeah, I, th- I think we'll, we might see a couple of videos about it. Not about burnout, because I, 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 maybe I just haven't had enough work on this year. I know, oh, I, I know yeah. it sounds crazy, but I mean, like the podcast has been going amazingly. I've been doing that more than like actual paid work. So that's um, been a bit right. of a worry this year. Um, I think that's been my main concern. That's why I've been in, in and out of jobs. Um, oh, yeah. But, but see, yeah. you do so much, man. Like, I think you do more than I do. I think you do more than most people 
you know, and uh, it's very admirable is what I'm trying to say, Mark. Yeah. yeah well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's our highlights of 2018 though. But so, so your mental switch, how, what other stuff have you changed mentally? What other stuff have you taught yourself this year? Cause I've got a couple. You got Okay. What did I, what else, what the, so I've been learning a little bit of, uh, a little bit of 3d. Um, I don't think I'll ever use it though, but I think learning 3d taught me some different perspectives and shadow and lighting. It's a good joke, isn't it? Yeah. Got different perspectives. Yeah. So, uh, I applied, uh, was that, was that, sorry? No, it's going to be, it. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe you made the joke and I was being, I don't know, but you talked, you said about 3d perspective. Oh, I, I see. A, I see. I sorry, you man. A double meaning there. No, I was, I was being simple minded. That's one of my, my silly British just, jokes. It's, I don't know. Just, yeah. This is usually how my brain works. It's like, and if someone catches something and then I still, you know, I'm, it's still just going and then you, you know, that's what I break you off now. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, like in 3d, like it, um, like when you have like a global light, you know what I mean? That like just goes around your objects and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it kind of showed me different ways on how to light things. Um, cause my usual, I don't know if I, you know, like in my illustrations, my, the usual thing I do is, uh, is I try to over dramatize the lighting, like the shadows and the highlights and stuff. So my process before was, you know, when it gets dark, just to turn off all the lights and then to, shine a flashlight onto something and see how the shadows look like. Like, um, this is why I never use the drop shadow tool. I like never use it. I draw my own shadows because I feel like there's a, a massive difference between what the, a drop shadow does and how an actual shadow looks like a lot of times. Right. So, um, with, if you're learning 3d, it's like, and you render it completely, you re render the shadows completely. Um, it does an even more, dramatic look you know like it's realistic and everything but uh yeah so it, i think that's why i i you know i venture out with different stuff i don't even know if i'm answering your question man but this is just like one little thing that i've been doing like doing new stuff this year um like i've uh i think the last time we talked we were doing um ski we were i was doing a lot of ski morphic illustrations and um yeah now, now it's like i think people know me more as like a paper illustration guy now you know what i mean so i've been doing a lot of different um you know i, I like kind of like i kind of like steering into different styles but like still having it look like what i do usually yeah. so um you know there's a lot of that this year what else man um there was crop i went to two crops this year conferences and and talked to talk to other designers uh um it opened me up to the world of like screen printing you know um, hand lettering. So I'm learning hand lettering too. Uh, Are you yeah. going to, I guess, I guess, cause Lisa Quine's doing, um, a thing at crop as well, isn't she next year? What was that? Sorry, say it again. Sorry, Lisa man. Quine is doing a workshop, isn't she? Next year at crop. Oh, Lisa Quine. Is she? Did you, did you have her on your show too? Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I believe she is. I believe yeah. she is. Well, you get time to go to, cause you're learning hand lettering. Are you, are you getting to learn off her or? Or you get time to go to the workshop or are you too busy? No, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to see everything. Um, honestly, dude, the way I do workshops and talks, like I, I, I lightly prepare for them, you know, but once right. I get on, get on stage or something, like I know exactly what I want to talk about. So I don't feel like I have to prepare 
too much other than like having like uh, the visual slideshow whatever with the talk and i think uh i think that'll be that'll all be set up and i can just like kind of go to the other workshop so i, I plan to man i plan to nice nice that'd be good yeah um i think for i think for me it's it's been uh, a year or sort of like two two main factors one's been patience and learning actually how to how to be patient and, and actually not worry too much about now and worrying about five, six, seven, ten years down the line and worry yeah. about that more. Um, so that's yeah. something that a lot of young people struggle with patience and being, um, being sort of in, in a world where everything's instant and in Instagram and you've got social media, it's instant likes and people liking your post after two seconds, putting it up. I think it's yeah. um, dangerous. So people always forget these days, especially younger generations, that we you gotta wait for good stuff good stuff yeah. comes to people that wait that you're in that generation right yeah and, and you're like you're showing them how it's done that's something uh, i've taught myself over the last year and a half yeah I, I think it's i think i'm really getting it now i'm not there yeah. totally but um yeah uh this year i quit teaching too i quit teaching at, at the college I, I was teaching design at a college so uh and i met like a lot of uh young students you know and um the funny thing man i think I would say 60 or 70% of the time the students would like, would think they're, they're like up here somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, um, it, like, you know what I mean? Like they just started school and they were like, Oh, I'm already like the best designers in the world. You know? You know what? I, I was like that. I, I was too cocky. I, I think if, I wish I'd not been like that. Cause I think I've sort of ruined my design education. I, I wasn't open enough to learn. I think I was too, too arrogant. Yeah, so that's just what I was going to say. Like, if you're a student, like, take the role of a student, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> you know, you're like, you're not going to school and then you're already the most badass designer out there. And, um, you know, so like, anyway, I met a lot of students like that. I, let them, I met a lot of students that uh, um, some of my students, like, did super awesome after my class in, in, um, in Instagram and stuff like that. And, like, they, they put in the work. They have a weekly schedule now. Like, I'm going to post this. Mm -hmm. um, this is the type of content that I'm going to, I'm going to produce, you know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm just trying to reconfirm what you were saying about like, kind of like this state of immediacy that people, yeah. the younger generation has like, I wanted this now. Cause like their apps are so fast. Instagram is like, yeah. Instant gratification. Like you were saying. Um, There's this thing in the media, obviously that kids are entitled these days as well. Like you know, everything's given to them. Um, yeah. I know that. It's it's true in most cases. Like a lot of a lot of people these days are, um, and that unfortunately falls into the um, our generation. Something we have to deal with. Um, I mean, obviously, there's different classes of people, different types of people uh, that, yeah. that it falls under and doesn't fall under. And um, yeah, it's just it's a very weird time. Everything's given like Amazon Prime. Say, I'm I'm listening to the um, Amazon book, the book about Jeff Bezos starting Amazon at the moment uh -huh. and, and then talking about sort of five day delivery, month delivery, and now going to one day delivery and it's a same day delivery. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Same that's what you've done now. Yeah. And that, that just, that, put, that puts pressure on people in jobs as well. If everything suddenly becomes, everything needs to be done now, then people in design jobs can't have room for creativity. And that's why, yeah. that's why I find I've really struggled in agencies. I've, yeah. I've only been in a couple of jobs. Um, in the agencies but I, I really can't last more than a few months there like six months because i just get the same stuff every day and i get forced to do um to, to be creative you get forced to be creative and do it like bang out a project every day one a day or more like it's just it's just got no room for creativity like 
Uh, man, I totally, I totally agree. Like, um, I feel like when you start off at an agency, a lot of them, I'm saying, I'm not saying they're all like this, but, uh, a lot of them it's, it's, you have to be that production designer, yeah. take the, take the production role and, um, be less about, you know, um, throwing your creative touch in there and more about like, let's pump out, let's pump out this project with the direction of, uh, whoever the, the design lead is or whoever the director is. That's a great way to start though. It's a good way to get the, um, the discipline, you know what I mean? Um, especially in a fast paced environment, um, kind of my, actually I, my advice, uh, to a lot of, uh, young designers was to work at an agency just to, you know, you don't have to stay there. <laughs> you don't have to stay there if you don't want to. Like a lot of people like end up loving it cause they like the, um, they just like that constant, like, Oh, I get to work with this client and that one. And, um, you know, like that type of, but like, I think it really does build your, uh, your discipline. It builds, you, you know, your, what do you call that? Your ability to hit deadlines and everything. Um, yeah, your speed on the, on the software as well. Yeah. And I, and if it, if it is a shitty job, I think you kind of need a shitty job, especially when you're younger. So, you know, you actually have something that you want to do. You know what I mean? Like if you're working at the, a cushy job from the beginning, it's like, everything from then on is just going to go downhill. Right. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? So I know like, what you mean. Yeah. You kind of need that shitty job to get that experience. You need to know how it is to deal with difficult people. You know what I mean? Um, and what better place to do that than an agency, difficult yeah, people yeah. all day long. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm really talking it up, aren't I? You know? <laughs> but, uh, uh but I think it's great experience. And uh, if you can move up kind of like that ladder in an agency where you become the creative director, I think uh, that's even more awesome, you know? Um, and I think it, it, it kind of pushes people to start their own creative agency freelance type thing too. Mm -hmm. You know, once you learn their pricing model, I'm like, hey, I can do that myself, you know? So I think the experience is invaluable. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good word. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess everything as well. Like again, Tom Ross mentioned this 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 year. I've certainly towards the end of the year, I've, I thought about it. Is not worrying about the number that's put on you, like the following number. I know that you you have a lot of followers, and and that's really that's awesome. And that includes <laughs> your work. But like I, I'm, I used to be comparing myself to like crazy people in, in the design world who are just absolutely smashing it all the time, and. Uh, and in putting yourself you're putting yourself under that much pressure and like thinking why am i not getting that many followers why am i not getting that many likes what, what should i be doing for social media and just yeah. worrying about posting on social media it just does my head in and like i see other people winding themselves into the ground because they're, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to post on social they're trying to get likes and not and you know, not thinking about the actual work they're doing but yeah and it's like what uh do i listen to this other creative podcast um is what's it called? The creative pep talk with Andy J pizza. Hmm. Um, he, what was he saying? You only need like, uh, um, 1000 true fans, right? Yeah. 1000 true fans that would spend a hundred dollars on you every year. Um, that's a hundred thousand dollars a year. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, uh, yeah. So, you know, Tom Ross's method of, uh, being engaged with every single follower the pennies just drops the, the pennies just drop that's how mark bricky is doing it that's how he's yeah. getting so much that's, that's why he's got the podcast because there's all these people paying a hundred dollars a year <laughs> for this secret circle thing 
Oh, dude, I just ah. met Mark Bricky this year, too. That guy's funny, man. Um, I smelled his neck. I smelled <laughs> his neck. How is he in person? You hear that, Mark Bricky? Your neck he smells good. He won't be listening. Uh, <laughs> oh, you never know. Yo, I hope so. I but. bet you I bet you he will watch. We'll be talking about this the next time I see him. But well, if he uh, is listening, I would, I'd love to chat to him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, well, what's your question? Like, how is he? He's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's he like in person? Um, you know, it's when I, I heard his talk at, at the conference. It was, a, it was at Crop. Mm. Pop-up Crop. And he was like this real uplifting dude and has like, you know, like, you really feel motivated after it's like you really want to go out and podcast or something or, or create content. You know what I mean? You want to do all this cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you talk to him. I'm not saying that there's a contrast in that in his personality. It's just, uh, uh, he's, he is, he does still give that vibe when you talk to him, but he's like, uh, I feel like he's more unchained, <laughs> you know, a little more unchained with, uh, uh, and, I love it, dude, because it's hilarious, man. Like, uh, I can't, you see, I can't even, I don't want to impersonate him because I want to embarrass myself. But, like, uh, uh, he's funny. He's a funny guy. He's like one nice. of the funniest guys I've ever, I mean, he, if you listen to his podcast, that's exactly yeah. how he is. In that's real good. Life. That's good. Um, but when I heard him at the conference and heard his, heard, heard his speech, he was very like uplifting and like, uh, which is great too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Get kicked out of the ass. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that guy's good. That guy's good. It's, it taught, he taught me a lot just by that that one talk and then um, talking to him afterwards too. Um, I'm gonna be doing a lot of that next year, doing a lot of conferences and stuff. So it's uh, yeah. What's planned for next year? What have you got? What's going on apart from crop? Apart from crop, I got one in LA um, with a technology company that I cannot disclose for some reason. They don't Microsoft, want me. Apple. Uh, I'm going to name a few technology companies, Microsoft, <laughs> Apple, uh, LG. They, they uh, have a, some kind of event so uh, in, on January 9th. Uh, this is why I don't really market it, because if I can't talk about the company that's hosting it, that means yeah. I, don't know what, I don't know what the – they. I'm sure they have their reasoning or their methods behind it. But that's the first one I'm doing is a talk there at some kind of campus for, uh, for technology. Nice. Um, that's on January 9th. Uh, the funny thing is I don't know anything about technology. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess they want to get the, the perspective of like a, a creative or something. I don't know. Am I even creative? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you create. Yeah. You're on the crazy buffle podcast. Of course you are. Oh man. <laughs> Thanks dude. That makes me feel good. It's a great start to my day. Um, <laughs> what I got, uh, um, another conference in Italy. Uh, called the creative dot that was a surprise mm, to have one in, in italy huh close to the uk yeah right yeah. actually that's that's why i went last year um uh, was uh was for that conference and then um we ended up rescheduling to this year and i was like well i'm gonna go to italy anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so um yeah so that's a uh Yes. Yeah, so I got that one. Um, I have one in San Francisco too. So I have like, I have four right now scheduled. Nice. Um, and then like, I want to do more. I might de-emphasize the client work. I'm actually even considering, uh, getting a job at a design, 
uh, not a design agency, but like a, like a company really? and be like an in-house design. Yeah. I've, I've been getting a few opportunities this year, um, which are really hard to say no to. But the thing uh-huh. is I haven't, I haven't worked in an office for so long that I don't know if I'll have that, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll, I, I think it'll be very rough in the beginning. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, the funny thing is my mentality now, like back then, I'd be, if I were to interview for a job, I'd be like, I'll have this mentality. Like, I'm going to say yes to everything because I want this job. I'm going to tell these motherfuckers that, that they, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell these guys that uh, uh, everything they want to hear, right? That's mm-hmm. the mentality that, uh, that most people have when they interview. But now, now, right now, it's like, now that all this other cool stuff is moving, right? We have the the design stuff. I I can get clients in. I could do podcasting. I could talk to Mark Hirons and stuff like that. If I do a, a job interview right now, it's a uh, it's more like is it a good fit? You know, that right. I'm actually thinking about it the way it should be thought of. Like, am I a good fit for this company? Are they a good fit for me? You know, so it's a uh, so I I approach them that way. I tell them honestly, like, hey guys, like I haven't been in the workforce for years. I've been doing freelance and i've been doing my own thing for uh three years now or so two years two two three years something like that um but like it's gonna be freaking rough in the beginning (laughs) you know what i mean like it's i have to get into your guys's culture and uh and honestly i think that uh every interview i've been on which is like three interviews like in the past two weeks uh they've really appreciated that i said that you know what i mean and uh i feel like it I don't know why I was just being real honest with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, I think I, I, I actually think like companies and people, they want authenticity. Now they want people to be genuine. They want people to, uh, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? No, absolutely. Yeah. 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 The transparency, yeah. especially on, on, I mean, you get so many people with interviews. I reckon they just, they just, I did it for my current job, my Sainsbury's job, my supermarket job. I said, oh, yeah, I, I play football. I'm a really good leader. Uh, I'm a leader of a team. I can play with a team, team player. Yeah. yeah. That sort I'm of a team shit. player. And, I'm uh, punctual. I get there on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that yeah. stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, just talk. Just, yeah, I, I think that's so important, The um, being transparent and, and giving the actual reasons why you need that job and talking about, right, I've got a business I'm trying to grow, design business on the side. I need this night's shift job to, to help grow that. Uh, yeah. so, so money for Christmas to help me save up to go to America to meet some amazing designers and really further my career with it and if I had told them that which I, I think I sort of sort of mentioned it but if I just said that and not the leadership bullshit I talked about before um, then I think they would have been more appreciative um, I've got the role anyway but uh, I think right, it, right. but, the, but now they, they perceive me probably as a bit of an idiot <laughs> talking about that <laughs> if if I just told them the truth from start from the start, they would have known a bit more about me, and they would have understood me a bit more. So it's always, yeah. to, and I try and do that as much as I can online. Like even if it's like last night, I just come onto Instagram stories and just after my night shifts, and I haven't had much to eat, and I've been on caffeine all night. I'm just absolutely <laughs> delirious and uh, going a bit crazy in the head, and just start swearing, and, and I really fired up because I've been uh, on caffeine and no food. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm fired up after night shifts. I really felt like last night was a really good. I felt like I was in a good momentum. Um, Great. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy. It's, it's um, I, I get it. Transparency is key. Yeah. I mean, that's something that everyone should take note for 2019. Yeah. Look at 
look at Draplin. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's. I saw him at uh, Designer Con this year, and I saw him at Crop too. Both times I saw him, like, dude, I smelled his neck too. <laughs> I smelled, I smelled Draplin's neck. He's a, my, he's a my, my, like, I was like right in. I was right in there because he gives like the biggest hugs, you know. And, uh, um, dude, I, and then he's got that. He's got like that that fatherly, uh, warm feel to him. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I love that, dude. I wish more people was like, we're like, we're like Draplin, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, you don't have to be so, super stiff all the time, you know? Absolutely. Um, there was like, I can tell you like one of my favorite jobs I've had. And I want to, I mentioned her before and I never mentioned, I never said her name and I always apologize for her. So I'm going to say her name this time. My favorite boss of all time. Wait, wait, her and, and one other person. I have two favorite bosses of all time. But her, um, her name is Rosa, Rosa Pirino. Huh. She was my, she was my creative director um, for this candy company uh, that they do. Do you guys have like Wonka products there and stuff and Nestle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nestle. Nestle. You call it Nestle? We call it Nestle. Oh, it's Nestle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, ne- yeah, Nestle. Um, we did a lot <laughs> stuck in my head all all day. Um, but we did we did like packaging design for for products like that. And um, Hasbro, Crayola, like they were like a, a they were their own candy company where they made their own candy products, and they also did like packaging for other. Uh, candy companies yeah so it was, a, it, was a, it was a very interesting job um it wasn't my favorite job of all time but it was she was one of probably my favorite boss that's cool um because in the interview when i when i had the interview with her she was transparent with me mm. she was like my question i asked the most generic question like hey what's uh how does growth look like within your company <laughs> question and then she was like, well, I'm the creative director. You have one other guy who's number two. Um, and you'll be the number three. And none of us are going to leave our jobs anytime soon. So you'll be number three. And that's it. You know? I like it. Yeah. And then because she said that, it told me that like, hey, uh, if she sets this expectation for this company, then that means I get to set this expectation where okay, then this is a great stepping stone job for me. And I, that's what I, exactly what we talked about afterwards. And she's like, yeah, it could be a great stepping stone job for you. So um, that's why I appreciate her so much. When I saw her my first day of work, uh, I think we clicked immediately, you know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, it's just us three in the, in the uh, design studio. And it's just like, it just, because I trusted her, it just made every day super enjoyable. I mean, there were a lot of days where, um it was a very like like it was like this the company was yeah. like this because there were days where it's like insanely busy and there were days where like there is nothing going on um i want to watch shark tank all day is, is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is, it, is it is shark tank popular over there no we've got dragon's den we got something a bit different same same concept same concept okay you know i love i love that show Ex- except i i don't like the criers when people are like, uh, I want this deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't like that. 
It's going to change my life. <laughs> I get it. You worked hard. So I'll be like that. Entrepreneur. Every entrepreneur works hard. But like, I just don't like it when they, they use their crying to get deals. And sometimes mm. sharks fall for it. That's yeah, guilt. Shark tank anymore. Yeah. What's, what's been the biggest news story over there, over in America this year? Like in general? Yeah. I guess Trump, but is there uh, anything else? Uh, dude, I, I kind of... You don't uh, watch news. I kind of live in my own, yeah. That's know? good. That's good. Uh, we'll forget about this question. No, well, wait, no, let's talk about no, Let's dance around it. All right. <laughs> in my perspective, what's the biggest thing that's happened around here? I feel like America is getting real sensitive with things. Yeah. You know? Like everything is racist now. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to get Chinese food. Oh, that's racist. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Imagine if people went to Chinese takeaway and were like, these are all racists. You can't come in here. Only Chinese people allowed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you know, um, someone might squeeze in, like, a, a stereotypical joke in there. Like, why not just, like, laugh about these things? You know, like, um, I get it. Some, some of them could be, like, hate, hate speech or hate talk. You know, I get that. Yeah. But... Um, I think I it's think, uh, the intent, isn't it? It's the intent where it, where it comes from in that person. Yeah, the oh, intent. So. Exactly, the intent, dude. Um, that's a key thing. That's actually one thing I was talking about in my show that's not even out yet that I recorded. <laughs> was uh, um, Whenever you take advice from someone, you always look at their intent. You know, like, why are they telling you these things? Do they really want what's best for you? Or are they, are they trying to do something else? You know, um, so the, the intent is always... Um, a huge thing that I look for in, in everybody. And uh, most of the time when people say like a, um, something that might be a little insensitive, it's like, it's usually from a, a place of like laughter, you know, but, but I get it. There's, there's, there's some people that abuse that stuff. And, uh, but I think that's, that's what it is in, in, uh, in America right now is being people being really sensitive about things. And I'm in California too. So California is an overly, sensitive state mm -hmm. you know in my opinion so what do you think of 2019 do you think that will change or do you think it'd be the same get worse will it get worse I can think, it get worse i think it'll explode in 2019 i think people like because there are already people like you know i'm kind of i'm not really uproaring about it you know but there's uh there's definitely people big people like uh you know you hear joe rogan say it a lot in his podcast where like people are growing up to be real soft you know like soft. yeah yeah and everything and uh i think you're gonna get more people lashing out against all this super sensitive things nice. and then um i think it's just gonna be like a it'll just be like a, it'll just be like this that's 2019 and then i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna keep drawing things you know <laughs> that's that's, I think that's as creatives i think that's one of the best things we can do is just keep our heads down and keep creating and yeah. trying to let it in trying to let this negative stuff impact our creativeness Creativity. Yeah. Creativity. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but you know, like I, I was never really like a, like a protest type person. So like, uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know, maybe, maybe if, if I was, if I really strongly believed in something, I might, I might resort to something like that. But like, yeah, I've, I've never, I've always been a very like, I'm going to just draw things, hang out with my friends and have good times with my family and stuff. Yeah. So, um, because like, you know, I don't know, 
it's just but people are kind of sensitive though I, <laughs> yeah you know, like uh you know that's why i'm glad you're not that like, i can be really free when i talk to you um that's what i mean i mean about this like, even the even the swearing people get sensitive over that i mean it's just a word this is why like uh like should i not swear anymore this is exactly yeah. what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode yes yeah, so. and if i swear but you don't that makes you look bad still they're right because you're on this podcast <laughs> yeah right i'm like okay well then i want to i'm going to swear too <laughs> you got to put on a british accent though well yeah. don't ask me to do an accent please <laughs> i want to embarrass myself again if ever, that'd be weird though if everyone if ever, going back to the chinese people in chinese shops and imagine if you could only like if british people could only eat at fish and chip shops we could only ever eat fish and chips chinese people could only eat chinese Indian people don't. Everyone has to keep to themselves. No yeah. one. Remember. Like, that'd be weird. I don't, Dude, I don't like if you guys ate fish and chips all day. You'd be <laughs> freaking fat. You know. Yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, that amount of batter and fat that's in the <laughs> chips and uh, uh, mushy peas would be green. Oh, yeah, the tartar sauce. Dude, yeah. oh, you know my favorite fish and chips place was in uh, was in London. Obviously. Nah, London doesn't. London doesn't got the best fish and chips. Okay. No, it's not oh. by the sea, though. It's not by the sea. So, like, it's... This you is, can't, see, I'm you can't. being culturally insensitive to you right now. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, offended. Like, I'm offended by that. <laughs> no, but, like, I... Um, I mean, I mean, I guess compared to anything here, you know? Right. Um, no, you're, you're just saying it because it's like, oh, British fish and chips, this is the way it's meant to be. Probably. You know, like, when you travel, you yeah. maybe your, your senses are, like, heightened a bit. You're yeah. Like, oh, like, if I try fish and chips... When I'm here in London, they should be really good, right? Yeah, but yeah. No, I, I think this one really was good. And uh, and then I forgot what was I wanted to tell you what it was called, so you can tell me if it sucks or not. Harry Ramsden's? Is it a well-known no, one? No, probably not, dude. I no. think it was just a pub, just a general. It was it was, it was in Heathrow. I was at the airport as well. <laughs> wow! Flung <laughs> <laughs> the fish yeah. over my head. No, no, I, I, I uh. I stayed at a hotel in Heathrow, though. Oh. Uh, so it wasn't like at the airport, airport, but I mean, the airport was there in that, in that area. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm, about, I'm about 45 minutes away from Heathrow, I think, drive. So, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you live close to Tom Ross? Do you see that guy on a. On a um... I, live, I live like 20 minute drive from him. Um, oh, man. But never talk. I've never, I've never met him. We're meant to go. Go, I saw that he goes powerlifting, and I I messaged him. I was like, "You go powerlifting with Mark Hirons?" Oh, we should do that. I'm gonna message him. I'm gonna message him saying, "Look, let's do powerlifting." He do, yeah. Holy, I, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> go now. Bye. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's a busy guy, though. I mean, he's got his own friends. He probably does it with. But I'd love to do powerlifting with him. It'd be great. No, no, I'm pretty sure he'd be happy to. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Lisa, Lisa Jacobs is not too far from you. Like I was, I was supposed to go to London in, in December. Yeah. Um, I didn't reach out to anybody cause it, cause I knew I kind of in my head, I knew it was going to fall through, but, uh, um, when I, cause like, seriously, dude, like, I don't know what happened. Okay. Like you put Lisa, Lisa's episode on your podcast and then, uh, we just started this like, uh, Instagram, um, we're like Instagram friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen her in person, but she's just like, uh, she's just so freaking funny, man. That like, yeah. uh, uh, we talked about meeting up in London and then meeting meeting you up. Yeah. 
and then um, I don't know. It just it just I got to go to London. It was my fault. It fell through. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Maybe next year. Wait, wait. You're coming to Italy, so. I also I listened back to that podcast the other day. I felt really bad for Lisa because the audio was really bad. It's my my fault. My my audio and and the what that is recorded on Skype and the, the uh, it's hard to listen to because <laughs> the audio was, quality was quite. Oh, you mean like our interview? No, no, no. Me, me and Lisa. Oh, you and Lisa? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, I heard everything. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh well. yeah, I, I heard everything, but, uh... but but yeah. So you're coming to Italy next year, right? So I mean, I, yeah. I'm not in Italy, but so. Will you have to go via England? Oh. Oh. Or do I have to come to Italy? Or... <laughs> oh, shoot, baby. When is it? That one is in May. So, I mean, I'm going to see you in April in Louisiana. Oh, that's quite right? close, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll come see you over there if you're, I don't know, maybe you'll still be in Louisiana, though. Maybe, maybe work out. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out no, next year. Um... <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Dude, did you know Lisa is like seven foot tall? <laughs> seven foot. <laughs> seven did, foot tall. Did you know that? Like, how tall are you? She's not seven foot, though. I told her how tall I was, and she's like, whoa, that's small. I'm like, what? I mean, are people like normally freaking seven <laughs> foot tall? In uh, I think people from seven. Netherlands are quite tall. I think they are quite tall people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's, she's a tall person. Mm. And uh, I'm getting ready for that. You know, this is the Lisa Jacobs podcast. This one, when, when, when I when, <laughs> when I Lisa, I think, I think you like her. <laughs> oh my god! No, don't get that. Don't get that started. Okay, don't get that started. Uh, she's just no. I just I like her as in she's a great person. And we've uh, I I can relate to her a lot. The only thing I can't relate to her to is her height. So she's uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm six foot three. So. You're six three. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not. I'm like 5'11". Oh, uh, that's still. I'm five seven. Fucker. Yeah, yeah that's a, you're small. You're small. Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. We'll it's compare each other. We'll compare. It's my Asian genes. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, my Asian genes does not help me in math, though. But if you go if you go along that route, then you're gonna live longer than me as well. So it doesn't really matter. You you win the battle. Oh, hey! If you're going on stereotypes, oh, stere- well, what other stereotypes can we throw out there? No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to start like, okay, this guy. Uh, but uh, dude, this has been fun, man. Yeah. Um. Nice. Yeah. What else? You, what else you got for me? Mark? Well, I was just gonna ask goals and resolutions. What what sort of stuff do you want to complete in 2019? Do you have any ideas of anything you want to you want to set out to do? Well, um, the, the conference thing was a big one. Yeah. So I wanted to, to do more of that stuff. Uh, I want to get this show rolling, dude. Um, yeah. Like I want to, uh, I just, I just bought this new camera. My, my other camera died. So I'm going to show you, show it to you right now. See, this is my camera. It's, it's dead. Uh-huh. So I just bought it. I just bought a new one. Uh, so I'll be doing, I want to do a lot more video stuff. Uh, a lot more video content and uh, and things, but anyway, personal goals. You, that was that was your question. Uh, no drinking. No, I can't make that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll be twenty one when I come to America now. But uh, my, my birthday's just not, wait. Are you not twenty one yet? Did we establish no. this last time? Yeah. 
I'll be 21 when I come to America, though, so it's going to be a good you, you time. Look, you, you do look very young, though. Very How old young, are you? Young, handsome guy. Uh, <laughs> you looked, I thought you were 12, like 19 or something. Wow. Yeah, that's only one year old. That's not too bad. That's, uh, you should have asked me before, before like we, before we so met. Now, cause, yeah, because now my answer is a little biased. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it goes. You're doing a lot of running at the moment. Physical health. Yeah, yeah that was do. a big thing. I think uh, the re- a, a big reason why I don't, I didn't do a lot of video content was because I wasn't really, I hated looking at myself, you know? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no, I think I actually do think that that's a huge thing. Like if uh, your physical health really, um, if you're good on that side, it like, it like makes you better at everything else. You know, mm. it makes you a better designer because you feel better about yourself and uh, you have more energy for one thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm really pushing the physical health thing, the running. Um, I'm not like an all-star runner or anything, but I'm getting a little faster. I'm, I'm beating my records, you know, month by month and stuff. Yeah, man, that's a big goal is, is to continue doing the physical stuff. Be a little more outdoors, maybe, maybe go on like uh, trips where I go camping or something like buy a tent. Actually, I have a tent. It's just a little too heavy. I need a, I need a lightweight tent. Maybe take you on a camping trip with me. You know what I mean? Just, just, just me and you. I'm up for camping, yeah. And yeah. Like, like going out into nature and wildness, wilderness, yeah. Yeah. I like that yeah. stuff. The woodland. Well, okay, personally, you know what? I'm sorry, man. I, I, like, I feel like I just... Uh, I feel like I'm not giving anybody value in this talk, but like, all right. So personal it's just a catch goal. up. I like catching up with you. It's cool. Yeah, it's, this is, it, it definitely felt like a big catch up. And it, I love, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big goals next year. I want to do more. Uh, like I'm going to push Instagram a bit more, you know, like uh, uh, Instagram and YouTube is, is a big, like this 2018 was all about like client work and, and landing those huge clients, mm-hmm. massive jobs for them. It was a big money year next year. Uh, next year, we're going to do some fun stuff. And I, th- I think uh, next year is all about risks, risk taking. And um, like nice. 2000, 2018 was all about like realizing things. 2019 is putting it into action. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Enjoying uh, the fruits of your labor, as they say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, if that means me going, getting a job, Oh man. Oh, I wonder if these guys that I've interviewed with are going to be listening to this podcast and it's like, Oh, is this guy having like second thoughts? That I had second thoughts during the interview. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, like I said, it, it was nice being honest with them and, 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 and figuring out if, if, if we're good fits for each other, I think that's the best way to go for every every person looking for a job and stuff. Exciting year then. It's gonna be a, a dude, a big year. I'm gonna learn a lot. Yeah. Have you New ever stuff. talked in front of like 700 people before? No, no. Man, I haven't either. Oh, I've yeah. talked in front of like 100 people. Oh wow, mine's like 14 most. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I, you know, well, I, wonder, I wonder if there's a huge difference between like. 14 people and like 700 people yeah there will be yeah i reckon 700 might be easier though because you don't get to see people one-on-one oh yeah you just that's what they say isn't it you just stare at like the wall although like if it's in a crowd then you get the lights then they're, they're all they're all pretty much blacked out so you can't really see them it's all oh, the lights that's on true. you that's true 
Um, but like uh, when when we when I did this speaking course in back in March, uh, it, it was like fourteen people in a room, and you were looking at every individual person, and it put you off. It's like me looking down a lens when I'm trying to record videos. It just puts me off because I can't I can't focus my words. I can't. My brain doesn't put, get them out. I don't know. I can't speak sentences. Oh man! So I guess you're saying there's a big chance I'll crash and burn. No, no, no! It's the opposite. No, it's the opposite of that. I think because it's so many people, you'll be you'll be better. I do, I do that. I was just trying to throw you off. There. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man, and uh, I'm glad that you get to be in one of them at, in Louisiana. You know, um, if you wanna if you wanna shack up with me. Heck yeah. Uh, maybe we can get Lisa to come by and uh, whoever else. Who, who else is up there? Tom Ross. Me, you, Lisa, and Tom Ross, because those are the people we talked about in this episode. That's an interesting mix. That's a productive mix. Imagine what we could do with that. If we started our own agency, just us four, four five, four. Oh. Four. Imagine if us four start our own agency. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. How would that go? Let's see. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure we would do amazing things if, if that happened. Crush it. Actually, I'm talking to Lisa about like, um, I don't know if it's the right word for it, but like uh, kind of like having like a, um, like a collective in a way. And you know what? I don't want to talk about this now because we haven't, it's not even anything yet. So Fair play. <laughs> I think but, it might be similar to what I wanted to do with Blue Deer is in, so you've got a name. I don't want to. I don't want to go into it if you don't want to go into it. But no, let's go. In, let's get into it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so basically, I, I, when I started Blue Deer, I wanted it to be. And it didn't work out, but I wanted it to be Blue Deer as a name, and then freelancers underneath that, or like people, individual people that the client could hire, different skill yeah, sets. Right. right. Um, I can't remember the company. There's a, a really good design company that do it. And the Ghostly Ferns. That's the one. Boom. Bam. That's exactly who. What I was trying to model from too. With Lisa. Is it Megan? Is it Megan? Is it she's the she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They got illustrators, they have like people that specialize in web. And I think the way they did it was they would have the clients uh reach out to them. Or they I think I'm sure they do their own re- um, outreach too, but they would have clients that come to them and be like, Hey, we need this project. That's a little more heavy on the website. And if it is more heavy on the website, then they have their web guy take a lead on that project, you know? Mm. Um so I thought that was a really interesting model and it was a very low stress model in a way too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that, that I was um, talking to Lisa about. Uh, I just don't know how taxes work and stuff, you know, like, okay, she's up, up over in the Netherlands. It, I'm sure. There's yeah. that out. I um, guess, it, I guess it's similar to what Pentagram do though. Like they, they got their, their big holding name, Pentagram, and then they've got the smaller teams, which clients hire. To, to do oh, okay work. yeah or like the forefathers group i i gotta talk to those guys you know you know the mm, forefathers group? i've heard of them um amir he's a really amazing illustrator from sweden um and then the rest of the team is over here at the at the united states so i need to talk to them on, on how they kind of structure that so yeah if you be up it's an interesting model yeah yeah because i i really only want to work on like three big projects a year that's like ideal for me. <laughs> you know, I know, I know that sounds like it's, uh, it sounds like me like being real ASCII, asking too much, you know, but like, uh, like three really big intense projects is something like, I, I think when, when I have a, a really small project come in, when someone's like, Hey, can you make me uh, a logo? Mm. 
I almost immediately say no lately because uh, it just doesn't get me super excited. You know, like if someone came to me and was like, hey, I want you to design the entire identity of my company or something, you know, like that's a lot more. Uh, I think that'll utilize my skills a lot more, you yeah. know, um, and that's more value that I can give rather than like, here's a one off logo, do whatever you want with it. You know, like, uh, I don't know what you mean. Um, here's, a, here's a crazy thing. I was thinking about applying for an American visa. <laughs> but then I looked it up. It's like 190 quid pounds. Yeah, 190 pounds. Oh, okay. Not refundable. So if I don't get it, though, I'm not sure how, how, how what's a good, is there a good chance of getting one? I, I, don't, I don't know this realm uh, yeah. too well of other people coming here and getting a, like, like, a, like a work visa or something like that. Yeah, yeah. A student visa? <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I'm the wrong person to ask for that, but I know it's possible though. Like, uh, what, what's your reasoning? Is it, is, do you see that there's more opportunity here or something or? I think I've got more friends over there. <laughs> I know it's sort of split up. I know it's sort of split up now, but, um, I mean, if I lived in Columbus, I'd have more friends that I could reach out to than I do in my hometown now. Oh, wow. That's crazy, isn't it? And they're all designers. Can't you, can't you just go there and then you can be there for like three months? You know what I mean? And just like, yeah, I think it's 30 days though. Oh, it's 30 days. Mm. For some reason, I thought it was three months. Maybe it's different. Trump's America. I, no, I don't know. It's 30, 30 days. I'm pretty sure it is working. I'm not sure how what the working sort of situation is though. I'm not sure how, how if you can earn, mo earn money. Whilst, it might be whilst, cool to just go and feel it out, you know, and then. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm going before I go to come to crop and create yourself. So. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm doing a massive American tour. Yeah. Do you not know about it? I do not know. Oh, whoa! Where are you starting first? So I'm going to be going to Columbus, okay, uh, Ohio, uh -huh. and then I'll be flying. Well, I'll be going to a basketball game, hopefully, while I'm there in uh, Cleveland, and then I'll be going down to Creative. No, then I'm going down to Atlanta for a couple of days, and the up with Scott Fuller, um, and then I'll be going to Creative South. And then, well, I meet all the cool people there, and then I'll be coming over to Crop in LA, and then nice. on my way home, I'll be going to Toronto for a couple of days in Canada, and then I'll be oh. coming. Home. Maybe I go with you to Canada because I have my cousins in Canada in Toronto-ish area. Nice, and I love going there. You know what? I love Canada. Dude. Canada is full of like real nice people. Mm. I've never been. I've never, I've never been. Uh, I just know that Canada. When I went to Canada, everyone was nice. I always tell this story like there was a brewery in Vancouver that I went to and uh, I, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting my beer, right? And there's a, it's a, it's a really hip brewery. Yeah. Like they got an amazing designer, I'm sure, who did the branding because it was very hip. And um, it was like the line was out the door. It was a long, ass, a long ass line just to get a beer. You know what I mean? Like uh, I got a beer and I was, I was uh, you know, I got to the front and then the, and then the, the beer tender bartender whatever um was striking a story conversation with me and i would turn around i'm like dude aren't these fucking guys waiting though like uh, are they gonna get <laughs> mad they're just gonna get mad because in san diego people will get mad you know like if if i'm stri striking a conversation and there's this long ass line behind me yeah that was same here yeah you know yeah but they're no like in vancouver they're like hey uh some people uh, are actually getting in the con in the conversation and the people Further back, or just like yeah, they're talking. It's not cold as well. I'll be freezing at the, my tits off. <laughs> at, at the time, it wasn't that cold. I think it was actually a little warm uh -huh. um, and very green. Uh, oh. 
when I remembered. So, um, but yeah, that, that, that's why I was like, that's, that was a really good first impression I had of Vancouver where, uh, yeah, it was super chill. Nice. I liked it. And then when I visit my cousins in, in uh, Toronto-ish area, they're, they're from Brampton. Um, people there are nice too. You know what I mean? And it's very clean. I'm sure there's stuff. I'm sure there's stuff that, uh, that people don't like it, that they don't like. But then my impression is that it's, it's really cool over there. I like it. That's good. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to you coming here too. Uh, Baton Rouge. That's going to be fun, man. Um, crop last year was super fun. I got massively drunk in the last one. Uh, <laughs> We're doing it again. It's happening again. <laughs> a- a- after my workshop. Okay. We're staying in the same hotel together as well. It's happening again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring the vlogging camera and everything. It's going to be, nice. oh dude, it's going to be cool. Um, I have all this footage from last year that I've, I've never put on YouTube yet. Yeah, you should do it. What do I do? Yeah, see, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to like, want to do all this stuff and then be bogged down by clients all year. You know what I mean? That's, uh, I think that's what uh, my biggest realization was last year was like, I have so much stuff I want to do that I'm super excited about. And by the time I finish all my client stuff, I'm like, oh man, I just don't want to do anything, you know? And then, uh, yeah. and then the next client comes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm not being, I hope I don't sound complainy, you know, it's just, it's a lot of it has to do with me just not being able to, to manage a lot of this stuff. But I think, you know, when I was talking to Lisa about, I know, I know we talked about Lisa a lot in this episode because she, you know, she's, she's, she's a cool person. When I talked to Lisa about it, it's like, it might be a good idea to, to have help. You know, if, if I want to continue the, um, the client stuff coming in, like, what if, what if I had like a, a team, yeah. you know, that like a collective team. So that, that's how we got into those talks because she was basically in it with me when I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this stuff anymore. Well, you know, the Sagmeister psych, takes like a year out every, every, what is it? Seven or five or four years. I can't remember how, how often but he, he takes, I was talking to him and he takes a, a year out just to like mentally yeah. reset. To mentally recharge. Hey, that's yeah. not a bad idea. Maybe that's just my 2019 is like. Got a couple of weeks to decide. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think it's not that I want to uh, reset. It's more that I want to, I want to do kind of like the content. Yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to, I want that outlet too. you know, not, not just the client outlet. I want the, the content outlet too. Yeah. So uh, it's a good goal to have in 2019. It's a good thing to set. Like you want to do more of that. That's good. Yeah, man. And then maybe we could do like a part three. Absolutely. Blue deer. Blue deer. Maybe I can get you on this show that I'm going to have. I'll be, I'll be, that'd be amazing. If you really want me on there, that'd be incredible. Of, of course, man. Like, well, I'm, this, this show's going to start off with a, a few monologue episodes, you know, so yeah. people know what the show is about, you know, like, uh, uh, it's really, it really, uh, focuses on like, cause I started my design career when I turned 30, you know, I'm 35 now. So I did all this shit in five years. That's crazy. You know? So like, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be, braggy i'm just trying to say that like i i know how people can easily do this too like to do all this stuff in five years um but, i won't say not easily but you know with uh with the right mentality the right mindset and stuff you could do it in five years and a lot of it was the wrong way too i think sometimes i was moving a little too fast you know what i mean where where like i could have probably sidestepped a few things and um you know when you when you're in this mode where you're saying yes to everybody that that's mm-hmm. when it really gets overwhelming you know but that's what the show is about. It's about starting this career change late. Cause I think a lot of people getting into creativity find this out late. 
uh, because they, you know, they, they go to school to be a doctor or something or to be a, um, in business or an engineer or something. And then, um, and then they find out later after working at their jobs for a while that, Hey, maybe, maybe I want to be a, a creative, you know, and then, um, and that's me, that's my story. So I think I can kind of give people insight on how to, how to do this career change late in their life, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what awesome. that show is going to be about. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. As a youngster, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll make oh, a career yeah. change. Maybe, no, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll change. You have it. You have it. I think you're, you're, in the, you're in the awesome path right now. And if you realize it earlier, way, even better, like way better. You know what I mean? That you're doing it at, um, and you're not even 21 yet. You can't even have a, have a beer here yet. And you're doing it. And you're doing it. <laughs> when do you turn 21? April the 5th. April 5th. Okay, so right before. So I'll be fresh, fresh on, and then I'll be, I'll be come, I might even be flying out to America on my birthday. So I'll, I might be having my first American legal beer. Because I had oh one last year at Clayton. Dave Clayton, he's a naughty man. He got me into beer in America. Oh, shoot. This is why you want to get smashed at crop, huh? No. <laughs> I just want to have a good time. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't you know, know what? Actually, that's my, that's my biggest advice for anyone turning 21 is you don't have to get super messed up where you're throwing up like yeah. crazy the next day. Just feel good, you know. Also, I don't I don't embarrass myself in front of all these amazing designers. <laughs> uh, I later on to might, They might like you more, honestly. <laughs> they might they might like you more the more the more you let loose. Uh, last year they were, they had a mansion party. What? They literally rented out a mansion, like it looked like a mini White House, you know. That's crazy. Like pillars and everything, and they had it was so sick. Like last year, and they had a. Uh, I'm sure they're, they're going to do something like that this year. Um, but you know that that uh, the Instagram account, good good type, yeah, yeah. They had they sponsored that that after party, so they had like a good type uh, um, contest where they had like three big murals there that people like, and they had three people like competing on on. Um, oh four. yeah, the ink wars, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, it's gonna be so much fun this year, dude. Or I mean, 2019. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to get here, dude. Shoot. We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, but yeah, this has been fun. I, I mean, I don't want to take too much of your time up. So this has been good. No, let's talk another hour. Yeah. You, no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> we can, I could, I could probably do like 10 minutes more. I think maybe 15, 30. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. 45, one hour. All right. What's up? Anything, anything you want to ask me? Uh, you know, yeah. Anything you want to ask? Anything you, you didn't get a chance to ask yet? Or what else you got? Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I was just, I just wanted to catch up with you. That was, that was a good chat. I just wanted to catch up with you and see how you're doing. Oh yeah. Hey, same here, dude. You know what? You can, um, you can always reach out, man. It doesn't yeah, have to yeah, be yeah. In, in podcast form. I mean, I know you get content out of that too, which is great, but, uh, no, it's also to do, I mean, I'm happy to do it off, off, off podcast as well, but like, uh, I mean, it's just cool to chat of a video, like rather than just yeah. text. This was but, interesting. I didn't think I would talk about the things I talked about today. If you regret any of it later on, then you can let me know before it goes to life. No, no, I never, I never do. You know what I mean? Like if I feel like talking about Lisa for half the episode, then I'll talk about Lisa <laughs> for half the episode. You heard that, Lisa? I wonder how she's going to feel about this. I don't know. We'll see. Last <laughs> yeah. nice one. Um, where can people say hello to you and find you and, and follow your work and follow Lisa? <laughs> yeah, follow, follow Lisa. <laughs> Also, Tom Ross, at Tom Ross Lisa, Lisa Media. Design, Tom Ross Media. Yep. Forget Fugstrader. Don't follow Fugstrader. 
Fugstrater. Fugstrater? <laughs> Who's that guy? No. <laughs> but yeah, um, though, like, I, I'm actually really excited for Lisa because she, uh, she's got a lot of stuff in the works. Yeah. Uh, it's so a good year. Excited. It's going to be a good year for everyone yeah. next year. Oh, next year, it's going to be a very good year for creatives. Right. Excited for you. Excited for Tom. Everybody. I'm excited for what Draplin is doing. Yeah. DKNG Studios, one of my favorite people of all time. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for doing this again. Thanks for reaching out. And, uh, um, dude, I got to make you some Blue Deer uh, artwork, dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be amazing. It's actually, I feel like I have so much ideas with a Blue Deer in a Blue Meadow. Up to you. Do what you want. I'll <laughs> give you full creative freedom. So much stuff. Add a waffle in there. Add oh, a. Oh shit! The, the, waffles. the waffles could be the stars under the under the stars. That's under right. The, it's the creative waffle podcast, not the creative blue deer podcast. Well, the blue the blue deer could be in the meadow, and then the, the waffles could be the stars and hopping out. Oh, the waffles. Star waffles. Oh, in in the paper format. That's up to you. Do what you want. <laughs> Oh, All right. It's much appreciated. Put a bunch of penises everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that one. <laughs> hey, whatever you want. Creative freedom. <laughs> oh, man. Um... <laughs> he's, got this, he's got this blue day with a massive penis. Just on the end of it. <laughs> Here you go. Here's the promo for your... For um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'll be happy to, man. I'll, I'll come up with something cool. But uh, Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. Thanks again. Speak soon. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it. Um, it was a good chat, a good catch up with uh, with Michael, and I uh, hope to see him in 2019 in actual real flesh and blood. So yeah, uh, let me know if you're going to any of these conferences in America, or if you want to come to the Creative Waffle Podcast conference in July 2019. That'll be in London. Um, the link will be for the tickets are down in the description below. Uh, yeah, please do let me know if you want to come and get a ticket. They're only ten pounds. It's, uh, it's, it's well worth coming, there's going to be uh, free beer, there's going to be a talks, there's going to be a live Q&A panel which you can ask questions, so yeah, it's uh, well worth coming, the t- links are down in the description, and uh, thanks very much for listening, I'll see you in the next podcast.